0: to Nevada Wild brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife. I'm Ashley Sanchez, joined by co-host Aaron Keller. In his office today, we've been over Zoom the last few and we're joined by for the very first time Sam Sedillo. He is our new Western Region Fisheries Biologist. Welcome, Sam. Thanks for co- I almost called you Sam. Yeah. It's
1: Welcome, okay, my San. friends call me that. <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Um excited to be here. Um I've been with Endow since March, so not too long, so slowly getting my feet underneath me, but um, yeah, excited to be here and talk about my work. Uh, officially, my regions within Endow are Washoe and Story Counties, so I oversee places like the Truckee River, Marlott Lake, Lake Tahoe, Hobart, and uh, Wall Canyon up north. So those are just a couple waters that, uh, yeah, I, I manage within Endow, within but Still uh, figuring everything out, but thanks for having me again.
0: Of course. I know March sounds, I don't know, to me now that sounds like it's been a while, but March is a very, however many months that is, six months, seven months, Mm -hmm. that's actually a very small time frame when you walk around this office and people are like, we've worked here for 25 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Within the division or within fisheries, I still feel like the new guy pretty much every single day. Uh, (laughs) A lot of people have tons of experience uh, within and out, but that also you know, makes my job easier because I can glean information from them and assist their help when I'm, you know, moving forward on projects of my own.
0: Exactly. And I'm sure it's constant, a constant learning experience. Yeah, That's constant learning working experience. working for you.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, um, before we get into all the cool things you're working on, mm-hmm. um, tell us a little bit about your background. We were saying it's going to be like an interview. You're yeah. interviewed for this job. <laughs> we're just getting to know you.
1: Exactly. So I'll, I'll start from the beginning. Um, I grew up in Sunnyvale, California, which is right next to San Jose in the Bay Area. Um, But ever since I was a kid, you know, my passion and and our family vacations, too, were up to the mountains, whether it was Lake Tahoe, whether it was just camping. Um, We always loved doing that stuff. Um, You know, through that, I developed an interest in fishing and the outdoors. Um, And pretty much my schooling and and trajectory always kind of pointed me towards doing something within wildlife or fisheries. you know, actually, funny story, the first fish that I caught was in Spooner Lake, Nevada, which is now actually one of the waters that I manage. So, that was one of the places that I first connected with fish and fishing, and, uh, you know, that, again, set me on the trajectory that I am now, and, uh, you know, I took that passion and ran with it, Um, ended up going to school at Colorado State University in Fort Collins, Colorado, um, where I initially was doing wildlife, but, Um, After I took a few fisheries classes, I really um, started to see the practical management um, application that it could have, and just the ability to both affect the resource with the work that we're doing um, as fisheries biologists and being able to really have an impact overall on whether it's making fishing better or protecting native species. Um, That really appealed to me. And uh, in turn, that's kind of where I shifted my focus in college. and then you know through that worked in the fish lab at Colorado State ended up working as a tech in Colorado Parks and Wildlife and then after that I transitioned to working for Trout Unlimited out of Truckee California kind of as a multi-role you know employee with them and I was doing that for about five years before I came here so I was working on you know running their fish crew um, you know volunteer projects large and stream habitat projects and, um, all that experience ended up connecting me with Endow through that, both Travis Hawks and Chris Urquhart. So I worked with them a little bit during my time with TU. And then, you know, when this position opened up, I saw it as a great opportunity to really, you know, put my foot in the door and, and kind of do something that I've always wanted to do in the form of being a fish biologist. So yeah, that's kind of the you are. very short, yeah. uh, <laughs> brief talking points of, uh, where I come from, but yeah, no, it's, uh. It's been a really great experience working for Andel so far, and we've already kind of mentioned all the things, whether it's working with long-tenured biologists or, uh, yeah, just all the passionate people within the agency.
0: Yeah, and then so at Trout Unlimited, you probably have a lot of good connections and know a lot of the local anglers anyway.
1: Yeah, you know, it's pretty funny. You know, Being a fisherman and and fly fisherman myself, um, I worked a lot with the guides both within California and Nevada whether it was um, you know doing presentations to them about our work while I was with Trout Unlimited or whether that was just fishing with them myself Um, a lot of them are good buddies of mine and um, yeah they're they're extremely passionate group of people that care a lot about the resource and you know as is a biologist and now as a biologist and you know as somebody who cares about that resource it's always looking to see where that feedback comes in and also um, within the greater fishing community as a whole.
2: Nice. As far as a a fisheries location, you got a pretty good one.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. no, (laughs) Trekkie River is definitely one of my favorite places to fish, just the quality of the fish and, you know, the opportunity to catch, you know, monster brown trout or rainbow trout um, year-round on a fly is uh, and also conventional too but um, it's a really cool opportunity and that's something that I want to make sure that we're protecting and preserving for the general public for years to come. How
0: do you like living in Nevada? Because this is your first time actually living in Nevada. right? You know
1: it's funny I actually moved to Nevada before I joined MDAL. Oh, um, I moved in, in 2020 right as the pandemic hit so wasn't the best time to be closing <laughs> on around. a house, yeah, but uh, <laughs> it all ended up working out. And yeah, it, it was an easy transition because it's actually closer for me to drive from my home now to end Perfect. out compared to up to Truckee. So. Look at that. All right. It all worked <laughs> yeah. out for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it
0: probably, you were yeah. like, what am I doing for a while? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's weird to think
1: this? that was just two years ago where we were dealing it's with all It's just a stuff. big blur
0: yeah of time mm-hmm. from there mm-hmm. and yeah. then you mentioned um travis hawks and mm-hmm. he just to give people listening an idea of our setup here i think like i don't even know how long ago it was we had kim come in because she's now yeah, in kim HQ. Tis now. Mm-hmm. and then travis took her position and travis is always in here talking about western region yeah. fisheries projects and then so he yeah. got promoted to kim's position and here sam is yeah.
1: And um. I'm in Travis's position, but it's been actually a really great transition just because I can talk to Travis uh, right. and use his wealth and knowledge, yeah. being the previous fish biologist. So that's been super helpful for my. I remember job I now. met
0: you at the Sparks Marina fish yep. stocking. I think that was that was right was, after you started. That
1: was the very first week that <laughs> I began. Yeah, <laughs>
0: and then we weren't we weren't so mean to. Th- actually, I think we did put you on camera.
1: Um, no, it was actually. Ex- Travis said that this was the last year that he'd be he doing do the, it. The, on-camera the on-camera stuff. on-camera <laughs> <laughs> work, so next year I'm on the hook.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we weren't so mean to just <laughs> throw you on there in it's your first not few that days. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, you said that you have experience um, on podcasts from working at Trout Unlimited, mm-hmm. or you've been on podcasts before, and I could tell because you are just seem comfortable and easygoing yeah. to me. Yeah, you know?
1: <laughs> I don't mind talking. I mean... <laughs> Shoot, that's half half of endell. my job is just being able to communicate, you know, the work that we're doing. And then again, being able to, you know, just resource with members of the public and whether that's anglers or just concerned individuals about the projects that we're doing um, really allows for me to do my job better and make sure that, you know, our projects can continue to appeal to the to the public because ultimately, you know, our job at Endow is to you know, protect and preserve the resource for the general public to use. And, you know, if we're not utilizing that and, and keeping that in our job, then I'm not doing some right. Yeah.
2: So. yeah, it does yeah. seem like even though you went kind of a roundabout way of coming to this position, that it, you kind of went direct line, right, to being a fisheries biologist. So. Yeah, I, w-
1: <laughs> I was thinking about it. I don't really know what I'd do if I wasn't working with fish. Um, right. I mean, certainly there, there could be other stuff. But uh, yeah, whether it's, you know, my vacation time, whether it's, you know, my pursuits outside of work, a lot of that does re- revolve around fish. Um, not to say that I don't like things like football and other other <laughs> stuff, but, <laughs> but fish um, is the main fish, your main passion. Yeah, fish <laughs> is the main main passion. Um, and uh, yeah, Nevada has great opportunities to pursue that, whether it's you know right here in town or way out in the desert up north. So
0: yeah. Well, I'm an awful person, <laughs> and I lost my. I didn't start my timer. So, Aaron, how are we on time? I'm trying to decide we if I want to get into. We got yeah. a couple more minutes. Yeah, Should okay. we go ahead and start getting into some of the projects you have going on?
1: Yeah, I mean, um,
0: we want to hear about. It. Like, we just want to know what you do day in and day out. And it sounds the reason we invited you on is it sounds like you had a pretty big project just last week. Right? Yeah. Last week or so.
1: Yeah. This this season was. Certainly abnormally busy for me. Um, usually, what happens within my position is uh, I feel work heavy in the spring and the fall, um, and that field work entails stuff such as working on um, like the Lake Tahoe Rainbow Trout Study and LCT project, which we monitor fish moving in um, into the tributaries in Incline Village, Third Creek, and Incline Creek. Um, we do our Marlet spawning operation in June as well, so we both look at the uh, returning fish into um, the creek there that go in and spawn, harvest those eggs and bring them to the hatchery for use in Nevada. Also in the fall too, I'm doing a lot of, you know, boat stuff, whether that's uh, e-boat fishing or gill netting. And then also we do our trucky surveys in the fall. So normally I have kind of a lull right in July and August, but this year um, we actually did a stream treatment on Wall Creek by Wall Canyon Reservoir um, to protect uh, one of our unique species in Nevada, which is the Wall Canyon sucker. So um, that's something certainly that I know you mentioned that you wanted to get in on a lot. But um, before I dive into that, did you want any clarification on kind of the other projects that I'm working on? Or I can just go ahead and dive into the meat of the podcast
0: aaron you're the leader on this because you <laughs> have the time either way we got a we got a minute or so yeah. before
2: we can yeah, yeah we i'm trying to think of um kind of regroup. group but
0: so far since march wit aside from Volcanon, because that's what mm-hmm. we'll just cover right after the break yeah. what has been one of the highlight projects you've worked on so far
1: yeah you know probably the um Lake Tahoe Rainbow Trout Study and LCT Study. So what we do there and a project that Travis Hawks had previously started is we're monitoring and capturing fish that are moving up from Lake Tahoe into Third Creek. So what we do is we actually put up a temporary fish management structure, which has a barrier and a fish trap. And as those rainbow trout are moving up to spawn in the spring, those fish in turn get caught up into the fish trap trap. and uh, we can then tag them with both the pit tag and Floyd tag, um, which allows us to detect with our little pit tag reader. And what a pit tag reader is, it gets a signal from fish as they move up from Tahoe and tells us when they move in the creek, what time of day, et cetera. But that gives us really good data on, you know, how those fish are interfacing with the creek, how many fish are moving into the creek, and then ultimately allows for us to trap them and then temporarily hold them, spawn them, which in turn allows for us to use those eggs to, you know, both put back or eggs to then rear into fish to put back into Lake Tahoe or other sport fisheries around Nevada. So um, really seeing how that project worked in the form of looking at it from an angling perspective and how we stock those fish later on once we raise them. And then also just seeing these really incredible fish move up from Lake Tahoe and being able to, you know, handle them and just really appreciate them for what they are was was something that was really exciting for me because, again, you look at a very tiny creek that's just an Incline village um, and you see it and for its size and then you see the massive rainbow trout that are moving up in there. That's definitely something exciting and really, you know, develops kind of a sense of ownership in the form of, you know, this is something that I want to protect and make sure that we can continue doing this project and uh, see it through. so. That was that was really exciting. Um, you know, just overall in terms of a very first project that I was working yeah. on. What's yeah. What's funny
0: is within my first few days at Endow, mm-hmm. that was one of the things I went and filmed. Travis mm-hmm. at yeah. the time was the biologist on that. And it is crazy. He was mm-hmm. like, Meet me at this creek and yeah. it's just this tiny creek, but Yeah. yeah. That's big fish travel through there <laughs> yeah fish fish are pretty <laughs> resilient and yeah.
1: they'll use whatever it takes to you know continue spawning or you know basically their their nature is to go up into running water and spawn so a small creek like that is more than serviceable for them yeah, yeah and
2: a pretty good office to work out of for, yeah I know it's not bad, bad there's project. a couple
1: storms going up going over mountain rose highway um yeah. when we we're doing the project oh no. they were a little hairy but um overall it it was uh straightforward just because travis has done so much with that project already yeah nice
0: well i think that's a good point to take a break and then i want to get into all of your work at wall Canyon right after this break
1: you're listening to nevada wild
2: long gone to
0: If you enjoy listening to our podcast, leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more information on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things wildlife, go to endow.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Nevada Wild. Today, we're sitting down with Sam Sedillo, our new, semi-newish, Western Region Fisheries Biologist. And before the break, you told us all about your background some of the projects you have been working on, but we really wanted to get into one major project you just wrapped up uh, last week or the week before. Yep. Um, could we get in, tell us all about it? I'll just throw it to you. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> and, no, and then we'll I'll, guide you along the way if we have extra questions.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely uh, do my best to explain the projects. Um, so most of my summer this year was spent up at Wall Creek um, by Canyon Reservoir. And there's a unique species or a species that we've, um, treated as a unique species in Nevada for a long time called the Wall Canyon Sucker. Um, that's really only native to that watershed. Um, and basically, this stream, it's its a really small creek, it runs at, you know, anywhere from like one to four CFS, but it provides refuge for this species. And uh, on, on this creek, there's a barrier about four or five miles up above the reservoir itself um, that technically should be protecting an area of habitat for this wall canyon sucker. Um, Unfortunately, um, there was a barrier breach back in 2017 and brown trout um, were able to make it in this stretch of stream above the barrier, which they're not supposed to be there in the first place, and in turn kind of imperiled the species above the barrier and um, brown trout extremely predatory. Um, they like eating everything. So mm-hmm. certainly, you know, they're better at competing with kind of this small, anywhere from four to nine inch wall cane and sucker in there. So, um, you know, what I did want to mention before I go into the project, you know, wall cane and sucker, the species had been described previously, but never finalized as its, you know, own unique species. But, you know, Endell has been working with the UC Davis Laboratory to do some genetic work um, nothing's been finalized and we're still awaiting results for the wall Canyon sucker, but, um, that's something that we're, you know, looking to hopefully get here pretty soon. So we'll see, I don't know when exactly it'll come out, but that's something that we're, we're mm-hmm. working on to again, see what exactly the species is.
0: You read my mind. Cause when I heard wall Canyon sucker mm-hmm. and it's the only, it's a species only in that water, my yeah curiosity yeah radar went off, so that's pretty cool when you have a species that's only in that specific water.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, um, with that being said, you know, I mentioned that brown trout had moved above this barrier and which is supposed to protect the volcano sucker habitat. Um, We went through and kind of looked at all our options to, you know, be prudent with what we can do to protect the species in the future and um, we determined that doing a rotenone treatment would be the best approach to both protect the species and remove brown trout from that upper stretch. And I do want to mention that the sport fishery below that barrier is a really amazing sport fishery um, just because it does provide opportunities to catch, you know, brown trout and rainbow trout um, right above walking in Reservoir. Um, But again, that's something that we did not treat in this uh, project. So we wanted to make sure that I was protected and that sport fishing opportunity continued. So that being said, um, you know, this summer, I went through all you know the due diligence to do a treatment, which um, again, a treatment is putting this chemical called rotenone into the creek, which in turn kills those fish from where you start putting it in to where it stops. Um, and then below where you want to finish your treatment, um, you then run detox, which basically you neutralize the chemical so it doesn't kill anything below that. So um, this summer I was doing stuff such as, you know, looking at flow of the creek. I was salvaging suckers within the stretch of creek that we were killing. So by salvaging, I was electrofishing them out and then relocating them way above where our treatment project was taking place. Um, and then also too, I was looking at areas within the creek that we would have to make sure to pay attention to when we were treating it. So um, You know, Wolkanian Creek is kind of a a little bit of a marshy system. It only has, again, in that section, two CFS to one CFS worth of flow. But there's all these like backwater areas or ponds or even little springs above it that kind of go into it that, you know, potentially could provide issues when we're doing a treatment in which we're trying to, you know, treat a whole section of stream. So, um, yeah, this summer I was doing all that stuff and then um, finally got everything in a row Um, worked with all the different regions to provide support whether that was through equipment or anything like that and then we executed the projects on the week of the 19th to 22nd so we went in um, basically set up our you know different equipment in which we dispersed the rotenone um, set up our detox station you know as close to the barriers we could get and then did two days of treatment um, you know, did see that at least visually it was successful. We were killing those fish above the barrier, and then our detox as well. We ran for six days after the project completed to make sure that that sport fishery below was protected as best as possible. Because again, we're we're doing our best to both protect the Wall Canyon sucker through this treatment, and then again ensure opportunity below where we're doing the project too. So um, again, it's a it was. A big undertaking, especially yeah. within, you know, only having about six months to do it. But um, thankfully, with the support of all the other fish biologists, we were able to get everything done as best as possible. Mm-hmm. So. So
0: as far as you know, this is a one and done. Type yeah. Project. As, as far <laughs> as we
1: know, if this is successful and we can keep brown trout out from above that barrier where, again, there weren't supposed to be there to begin with then we won't have to do this project forward and and you know in the long term we'll protect the species and we'll uh, pr- we'll protect the wall canyon sucker and hopefully um we'll make sure that no any additional or it will make sure in some sense that no additional treatments will have to be done in terms of the entire system so um again making sure to protect that habitat protecting the sport fishery down low and that's kind of what we're trying to do in, in any places with native species
0: yeah that's a lot for a fisheries I'll just like you said th- it's there's multiple things you're doing you're trying yeah. to protect our native species <laughs> while also providing great yeah uh, recreational fishing for anglers so. yeah and,
1: and don't get me wrong I, I hate having to kill fish myself yeah but you know I, I love brown trout rainbow trout all those all those fish within the system so it was really important to me to make sure that we're doing our due diligence to protect them, um, but also understanding that it is really important to, again, remove those fish where, you know, they, they were impacting these native species. Yeah. So so
2: how, how many days were you up there?
1: Um, this like year or yeah. myself or just during the treatment? I was
2: thinking just the treatment,
1: but I guess you are uh, probably up there quite a bit. So right? I was up there...
0: His whole time here. At I was probably up there <laughs> around eight <laughs> days, eight days
1: for the treatment, um, both that week and the week after. And then this whole summer, I was up there almost every week, starting beginning of July. Yeah, so a lot goes into a project yeah. like this. Not a lot like goes, you just yeah, there's always these little complex things. You're trying to cross your T's and dot your I's. Um, but again, it's, it's something that, you know, I understand people really care about the system. So yeah, I, I want to do my best to make sure that we do everything in our in our means to do the treatment right and then, like you said so we don't have to do it again in the yep. future
2: yep and so now you're done with that project you kind of close the book on it and
1: yeah there's still a little bit of work that has to be done just in terms of post project surveys but yeah um, yeah it's something that we're yeah we're gonna continue to monitor um, you know again we're still awaiting on those uh, results from the UC Davis laboratory so um you know, some of the stuff is still in motion, but, um, in terms of my work, I can take a little bit of a break, um, from going up, from going up to yeah. Wall traveling, you know, four hours up to living you know, Wall in Canyon northern Washoe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got, got great experience living out of a tent up there and 102 yep. degree heat yep. oh my during gosh. the summer. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Good times. Um, I'm still super curious yep. about the Razorback sucker and UC Davis. No, Canyon Wall sucker Canyon. Razor. sucker. Why did I say? Ra- I'm sorry. I wrote a press release recently <laughs> about Razorback. I take that back. I'm, I'm super Wall. offended that you said that. No, <laughs> I'm just
1: kidding.
0: Sorry. Wall Canyon sucker. Um, uh-huh. and UC Davis. What exact? So they're just trying to. They're
1: working on the genetic profile just to again verify that, you know everything that we're doing and, and treating it as a unique species is correct so again yeah i can't really say too much more about that just because it's still ongoing yeah but that makes um, sense more knowledge more knowledge super yeah
0: interesting to mm-hmm. me so yeah. fill it, me in when that
1: yeah
2: i was gonna back. say once that <laughs> results come back maybe we'll have them back on it yeah back, yeah <laughs> i don't
1: uh, yeah we will see if i'm the correct person to be talking about genetics since that's <laughs> not my <laughs> See, specific totally confused people. <laughs> yeah so now it's the fall though yeah i mean
2: it's it's october uh-huh what's next for for
1: for, for me Sam? Yeah. my personal life or, me or my work, no, work, life? work 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 life okay um so work life uh we're actually going to be doing some surveys on hobart reservoir tomorrow or today and tomorrow mm-hmm. um we've got other lakes such as uh squaw creek reservoir they're going to be do- doing some boat fishing um, additionally, we have our Truckee surveys, which we're going to be doing an abbreviated survey this year um, at the end of October. So, again, just to do an overall check on how that system's doing, both in terms of fish health and fish numbers. And then later this year, we're going to be doing a couple more of our urban ponds, um, in which basically just going in and sampling them to see, you know, fish numbers, species constructs, how we can. Again, work to either improve those or keep them at the status quo. So, again, any of the data that I go and collect then informs management decisions, whether it's um, stocking, whether it's, you know, how we're treating it in the form of regulations, all that. So, data is super valuable and a lot of my… Yeah. So,
2: being a new employee this year will be a big undertaking as far as like learning all the waters and yeah all the surveying and everything else too so
1: for for sure i'm i'm still like i said i'm still getting my feet underneath me but you know in my time being a fisheries technician and working at travel number thankfully a lot of those skills transfer so i'm not exactly um, you're not a new i'm not i'm (laughs) not a new person in terms of this but just making sure that yeah i understand the systems know how to do projects right and know how know where to put my expertise into play in these kind of things while also working with people like travis and some of the other fish biologists here in the state to make sure the projects go well
2: yeah it seems like you got your uh your head on straight as far as like what you're doing and everything mm-hmm. so i guess so yeah yeah the, the, <laughs> the right fisheries are in good hands I <laughs> think. yeah For i'm, I I'm think glad so you can too. glean
1: this uh from the short interaction even though yeah. <laughs> you haven't been out with me on the uh, <laughs> <laughs> on the surveys yet but hopefully that'll change i think certainly it's the <laughs> confidence you're certainly yeah. welcome <laughs> to join us on our trucky surveys i think y'all generally tend to make mm-hmm. it out there in some capacity so oh yeah,
0: yeah um any other words of wisdom we're on our last minute <laughs> that you want to share uh your hopes dreams um, um plans for your position moving forward
1: uh yeah you know i i i'm really excited to be in this position and it, it was one that i'd always you know had interest in just because of the way that the truckie connects with me as well as like tahoe and all these other places in in uh nevada and, and over these next few years you know i just want to be able to understand the position and the way that I can continue to, like I've said earlier, do what's best by the resource for these fisheries and continue to make fishing better or protect native species throughout the state. So um, it does take time as a new fish biologist in a region to get get all the details you need to be successful. But I think Endo does a really good job at, you know. Supporting their employees, um, whether it's from the supervisor or staff level. So, um, yeah, I think for now, <laughs> in the time being, just learn <laughs> the position and yeah. and keep working. And then in, in the future, we'll we'll see. I don't have that uh, anything written down yet. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, thank you for coming. Like Aaron said, I think you, our fisheries are in great hands, hopefully. Yeah, I hope so. Based (laughs) on what you said today, and um, (laughs) thank you for taking the time to come in. We were like, we just want to talk about you. Okay. (laughs) that was Sometimes I like talking about (laughs) myself too. Yeah, uh, no, he was like, what are we (laughs) going to talk about? And then I was like, just talk about you. It will be good. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We appreciate you taking the time to come in. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And that does it for this week's Nevada Wild.